This is ProBlogger. Hey there and welcome to episode 265 of the ProBlogger podcast. My name's Darren Rouse and I'm the blogger behind ProBlogger, a blog that is designed to help you start and grow a successful, profitable blog. Now today you're going to hear from Todd Treseder, who has a remarkable story to uh, share with you. I first came across Todd a number of years ago now at a conference. In fact, I heard about him before I met him. I kept bumping into bloggers who said, you've got to talk to Todd. You've got to hear his story about how he completely updated his whole blog, which had been around for years, and gave it a real overhaul that just drove so much traffic and good things. Things. And today, Todd is going to share the story of how he did that. He grew his traffic tenfold without producing hardly any new content on his blog. In fact, he deleted content on his blog and he's going to talk to you about how he did that. I think you're going to love today's um, uh, episode, particularly if you've been blogging for over a couple of years. This is one that is particularly relevant for anyone who's got a an archive of content already. Um, This is something that you can do. It's not going to be something that you can do quickly. It's a big job, but it can have amazing benefits for your blog. So hold on. Uh, This story doesn't go too long, but it is one that I'm sure you'll get some real value out. And you probably have some questions. We may have to get Todd back on the podcast to answer them. So hold on. Here's Todd Treseder. Creating great content. Finding an audience, building engagement, monetizing your blog. This is ProBlogger. Hi, this is Todd Tresseter from Reno, Nevada in the United States. My site is called Financial Mentor, and you can find it at https colon forward slash forward slash financialmentor.com. I teach advanced investment strategy and advanced retirement planning to build wealth. It's an educational site that offers books, courses, the Financial Mentor podcast, and one of the largest collections of free financial calculators anywhere on the internet. I started Financial Mentor back in 1998, basically prehistoric times for the internet. Back then, all I had was a brochureware static website built in frames that modeled every mistake you shouldn't do building a website. It was a showcase for worst web practices. And then I started using WordPress to run the site around 2008, which is where this breakthrough story I'm going to share with you picks up. I quickly ran into a problem building the site in WordPress. It's going to sound all too familiar to anyone who has been blogging for a couple years or more. You start your site by writing your first blog post. Then you write another and another and another, in a linear fashion until your site starts to take form. I followed the same linear build-as-you-go process, but I also got sidetracked and took detours as my business plans and goals changed over the years. Plus, I had no training in how to do this right. I learned everything on the fly by doing and by picking up tips and tricks here and there. What I did was the equivalent of a guy with no previous construction experience suddenly deciding he's going to build a house by picking up a board and driving a nail into it. In my case, it was even worse because I started building the first room board by board. And then when my goals changed, I would start hammering away on the next room and so on. The result was a hodgepodge mess of a site that had a little of this and a little of that, but lacked a clear focus and delivered an inconsistent user experience. My writing style had changed dramatically over the years, but none of the old posts had been updated to reflect my newer writing style. I had no consistent publishing plan, so posts had widely varying topics and quality. 
There was no consistent internal linking. I had legacy problems like inline HTML because coding standards hadn't been established when I started. There was no proper use of social media or images because Pinterest and other outlets didn't exist back then. And the list of problems went on and on and on. I realized I had a serious problem when every time I hatched a new plan to take the business to the next level, I would think, yeah, but... I need to fix X and Y and three other things before I can implement that strategy. The site was so broken that I literally couldn't build on it anymore. I either needed to scrap the business entirely, or I had to completely overhaul my site from top to bottom so that everything worked right and provided a solid content marketing platform that I could build on. I was actually leaning towards scrapping the entire business because reworking the entire site from top to bottom seemed overwhelming. But eventually I figured out a step-by-step logical process to get it done one chunk at a time over a period of a couple years, so I decided to go for it. Now before I explain exactly what that process was, please keep in mind that back then content audits weren't a known thing like they are today. Nobody was doing them or talking about them. I totally fumbled into this simply because my site was way more broken than most, so I had to get it fixed. What I've since learned is anyone who's been building their site for two or more years faces the same situation I faced. The degree of the problem varies from site to site, but we all confront this issue because our sites evolved naturally over the years that we developed them. It's no different than writing a book. You start with chapter one, and you write the book, page by page, until it's done. And no author would ever publish that first draft because it has to go through several rounds of edits before the manuscript delivers a tight, cohesive reading experience. Well, it's the exact same thing with your website. You build it article by article, except most people never go back and edit it to create a tight, cohesive visitor experience. Instead, their published site is the equivalent of a first draft for a book. So my site audit checklist included the following. A new code base, new theme, new site redesign, upgraded internal linking, new navigation structure. I deleted a third of my content that was junky, out of date, or irrelevant to the brand. I rewrote, edited, and combined what content remained to improve the quality. I then created a branded image policy and social media promotion policy, and the list goes on and on. When the audit was done, the site was entirely new, but with old articles. I literally stopped producing new content for years so I could dedicate all that writing time to improving the quality of what was already there. The counterintuitive result was that the site grew faster than it ever had before. Surprisingly, Google rewarded this effort almost immediately. It took exactly one week. However, that one week was harrowing because the first thing I did was delete and 301 redirect about a third of my posts that were low quality. Google responded the very next day by practically removing my site from the search engine. For example, keywords that I'd ranked on page one for years got pushed back to page 12. I was completely freaking out because I thought I'd done the right thing, but Google clearly wasn't happy. I held my breath for exactly one week as the loss of rankings and traffic continued. And then suddenly, everything reversed again, and my rankings were better than they'd ever been. Keywords where I'd ranked on page two or three for years were suddenly on page one, and keywords where I was on the bottom half of page one were now on the top half. It was a huge change. And this was just in the first few weeks, with just the first step of deleting and redirecting junk content. But the content audit process I outlined was much more involved, so the whole thing took me roughly two years to complete. During that time, my traffic to the site tripled with almost no new content added. In fact, the amount of my content was reduced by 30%. It was all about quality improvements, not quantity of content. Fast forward to today and my traffic has grown roughly 10x with very few additions to content, but continual improvements in quality. And so this nearly 10x breakthrough growth in traffic, while simultaneously reducing the amount of my content by a third, taught me a valuable lesson. 
Quality is the new SEO. Growing your site is not about more, it's about better. Google has always stated they want to return the highest quality result for any search query, and they get smarter every year at figuring out exactly how to do that. So don't try to game the search engines, and don't be a slave to producing new content. Instead, align what you produce with what the search engines want to deliver. If you focus first on quality above all else, Google will figure it out, and eventually they'll reward you. You're listening to ProBlogger. Wow. Thank you so much, Todd, for sharing your story today. You can find Todd's site at financialmentor.com. It is a great site to have a look around. He's uh, put a lot of work into not only the content audit that he talked about and the uh, design of his site, but also you'll pick up a a lot of tips just by looking at how um, he's uh, calling his readers to action, how he's uh, getting them to subscribe to his newsletter and lots of other things as well. Lots of uh, good tips just by looking over at that particular site. So there's so much in this particular story that we could pull out now. Um, I particularly related to the first part of Todd's story, and I'm sure many of you have related to that feeling of looking at your site after a couple of years of blogging and thinking, my goodness, it's a mess. Um, Content that's dated, links and code that might be broken, plugins that kind of have broken, uh, different styles of writing, different voices, different mediums, um, data looking content, the graphics that you're using maybe are dated, um, uh, categories that perhaps you don't even blog about anymore, or um, content that's replicated in different topics, uh, different um, points in different posts, and inconsistencies with design and quality. Um, This is, I'm describing my own sites here, um, as I've looked at them over the years, and we've done a lot of work over the last couple of years to do similar types of things um, as Todd, although for us, it's um, still a work in progress. And I guess one of the things that I want to encourage you with, if you can relate to that story, is that it is a massive job to um, fix it, but it's the type of thing that you need to just break down and do bit by bit by bit. Um, you're not going to do this overnight. There are parts of it that maybe you'll do overnight, but like deleting um, content and redirecting as Todd did. Um, but for most of us, this is an ongoing process. And one of the things that I've noticed amongst a lot of bloggers is that they're spending a lot of time now updating their archives. They're spending as much time updating their archives as they do writing new content. Now, if you are in the early days of your blog, you probably want to spend a lot of time creating um, your archives, creating new content. But as soon as you hit that one, two, three year mark of a blog, you also need to be paying regular attention to your archives. And so at that point, you might want to just pull back a little on how much new content you're creating and start to pay more attention to those archives. Um, If you were publishing five posts a week, for example, I would encourage you maybe post three new posts a week and do two old ones. Um, Go back and update those as well. Now, Todd gave a lot of information very quickly there on what he did to fix his site. And I just want to go through that list of things that he said again. I've written them down. You'll be able to find them in the transcript of today's show in the show notes, which are at problogger.com forward slash podcast forward slash 265. But here's the the things that he listed off very quickly. He said he um, rewrote his code base 
That'll be probably more important for those of you who maybe have changed platforms along the way, but it's something that um, you might want to seek some advice of a web developer or designer. He added a new theme, a new redesign. He did his a new internal linking kind of um, setup. So he went through old links and fixed some old links and really thought about how to, I guess, link and how his readers could navigate his site. He thought about um, a new navigation structure, and this is so important for bloggers, you will have a lot of categories in your archives that you um, maybe no longer write on anymore, or maybe you've chosen words to name those categories that aren't really clickable, so you might want to rethink your menu and navigation. Uh, He deleted a third of his content, junky, irrelevant, out-of-date content, and this is something I know a lot of bloggers are going to be really nervous about doing because we've got in our minds that more is more, but as he said, quality is more, and if you've got junky, out-of-date content, content, you need to either update it or you need to delete it and re redirect it. And that's an important step there. Don't just delete your old posts. You want to work out how to redirect that with a 301 redirect. There's plenty of good advice around the web on how to do that. Um, there's some plugins that can help you with that as well. But a 301 redirect tells Google that that post is no longer there, but you want to point anyone coming to that old page to a new page, and that can help with your search engine optimization. He rewrote and combined and updated the content that remained. And this is probably the part that took two years. You you heard him say this, this whole process took two years. He would have gone through all that old content and updated it. He would have combined two posts together and, and deleted one of them and 301 redirected the one he deleted and overall improved the quality of the content. And this is what I'm seeing a lot of bloggers spending a lot of time on now. They're saying, how can I write the best post ever on this, this topic that maybe you've written about 10 times before? How can you combine all of that information and create a new article that is the highest quality possible? And this is what Google is rewarding. And then um, just having that one post on your site that is the go-to place, uh, rather than having the same kind of article written and rewritten over and over again. And then he also did a branded image and social media policy. That's certainly an important thing, uh, that consistency in your images um, and the, the calls to action to share is really important as well. So they're the main things that Todd mentioned that he worked through. He also stopped creating new content, at least for a year or so. He said that um, he has created a little bit of new content, but um, uh, from what I see, he's probably spent more time on that old content. And that's because he's been blogging since 1998, I think he said. So he's got a lot of content there and he's able to do that. For many of you, um, you might want to be having you know one post, new post a week or maybe two new posts a week to get some new stuff up there, but also working on the old stuff. I would suspect, and I don't know this for sure because he didn't mention it, that he would have been re-sharing um, that old content as he updated it again once he did a, a complete rewrite of old content. I'm sure it would have been shared to his um, readers. Um, and so they would have seen new content coming out because it was new to them. But in his mind, it was updated content. Let me just re-emphasize what he said. Quality is the new SEO. 
such an important thing. It's not about more, it's about better. These are um, Todd's words, I'm quoting him here. He said, don't be a slave to producing new content. Now, again, this really depends upon the stage of blogging that you're at. If you're in those first year or two, um, you do need to produce new content. But once you kind of get past that, um, your site is going to suffer in terms of quality and ranking in Google if you don't pay attention to uh, quality as well. So, I encourage you to spend some time in your archives this week. I do have a previous podcast that I recorded on a similar topic to this. It was episode 238. I told my story there about um, treating your archives as an asset and uh, talked about how your archives are depreciating over time and gave you some strategies on how to do some of what Todd talked about as well. So if this is something you do want to dig into more, I do encourage you to go back to episode 238 not that long ago and have a listen to that episode as well. It gives you some practical things that you can do. I wish you well in your updating of your content and your content audit. Now, if you've got any questions for Todd or for me on this, I would love it if you would head over to our show notes today. As I mentioned at the top of this show, I think this is probably a topic that we need to kind of dig even deeper into. We need to get Todd back on to do more of an interview style podcast. I haven't asked him that yet, but if you've got any questions you would like me to ask Todd, I would love it if you would leave a comment on our show notes. That's probably the best place to do it. So the show notes are at problogger.com forward slash podcast forward slash 265, 265. I will collate those questions together and attempt to get uh, Todd to answer them in some way or another, whether that be an interview or me um, just asking him to leave some comments on that uh, show notes as well. So I hope you've enjoyed today and uh, the breakthrough story. We've got a few more in this series still to come, and then we'll get back into a more regular style of pro blogger podcast. Hope you're enjoying the series so far and look forward to chatting with you next week. You've been listening to Pro Blogger. If you'd like to comment on any of today's topics or subscribe to the series, find us at problogger.com forward slash podcast. Tweet us at problogger. Find us at facebook.com forward slash problogger or search problogger on iTunes. This episode of the ProBlogger podcast was edited by the team at Podcast Motor, who offer a great range of services, including helping you to set up and launch your podcast, as well as ongoing editing and production of the podcast that you produce. You can check them out at podcastmotor.com.